Hi, you're listening to Small Things Often from the Gottman Institute, where we talk you through research-based tips to help improve your relationships in five minutes or less. Today's tip is about the importance of taking breaks. So it's a cozy Friday afternoon during the holiday season, and you and your partner are discussing your plans for Saturday night. You want to stay home, have a relaxing dinner, and watch a movie on TV. Your partner wants to go to their best friend's house for an ugly sweater party, which you know will be crowded and loud. Pretty soon, something that started as a quiet discussion has escalated, and your partner is now accusing you of not liking their friends. You feel hurt and say it's not their friends that bother you, it's the loud party and having to talk to lots of strangers you don't even know. Your partner then says, okay, forget it then, I'll go alone. And suddenly you find yourself in the middle of a screaming argument, feeling angry and attacked and totally overwhelmed. And now you're saying things you don't even mean. Adrenaline is pumping through your body. Your muscles clench, your palms get sweaty, your stomach turns, and your heart feels like it's pumping out of your chest. What's happening to you? You are in fight or flight mode and experiencing what's called emotional flooding. And at that point, any communication between the two of you has literally stopped. Nothing can be solved. And when that happens to either you, your partner, or both, it's time to stop the conversation and take a break. So that's great, you think. But what does taking a break really mean? What's the best way to pause the conversation? First, timing is important. Make a plan with your partner that when either of you get too agitated during an argument, that you'll take a break. And then continue the conversation within a certain period of time. That should be at least 20 minutes, but no more than 24 hours. Next, remember not to sit and stew and ruminate about it during your break. Don't relive the argument over and over in your head and plan all you want to say when the break is over. It'll only make you more anxious. Instead, redirect your thoughts away from the argument to help you calm down. Then, figure out what works best for you to self-soothe when you're apart. Getting control of your breathing is a great way to achieve a relaxed state of mind. Or maybe close your eyes and meditate. Or calm down by taking a walk, listening to music, or reading a book. Try different things to see what works best for you and remember them for next time you need to self-soothe. And if your break is over and you still feel flooded, repeat the process until you feel calm enough to talk. Although you're bound to be triggered from time to time in your relationship, knowing when to take a break and learning how to self-soothe will open the door to empathy, understanding, and positivity. It takes practice, but it's totally worth it. Today's small thing. Take some time to sit down with your partner to talk about emotional flooding, how it shapes the way you communicate, and discuss what it means to take a break. Think about things you each can do to self-soothe so you can quickly get back on track. Tune into the next episode of Small Things Often for another quick tip from the Gottman Institute, helping you maintain and strengthen all of your relationships.